The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <sighs> so, this week on the podcast, we're going to talk about a topic that I am so excited about because it is a topic that yours truly also needed some guidance on, and a topic that I've been wanting to turn into an episode for literally almost as long as this podcast has been in existence. And that topic is mistakes and how we learn to work through and deal with the energy of mistakes. Because one thing, and this is a little preview, I'm going to tell you about this process of life is mistakes are inevitable. But a funny thing happened when I was recording this episode, I made a mistake. In my excitement to set up my podcasting space in my new home and get some content out for you ASAP, I forgot to plug in my fancy podcasting microphone. So as a result, when you listen to this episode, you may notice it sounds a little bit roomy, doesn't sound up to the usual quality. Please know in the spirit of loving ourselves through mistakes, there's really good information that wants to come through. And um, hopefully, I think that my podcast editor did a bang up job in making it, you know, totally deal with a ball through all of this. But I just wanted to let you all know that pretty soon the episodes will start sounding superb again because I have now corrected the error and plugged in the mic. So I can't wait to hear what y'all think about the episode. And let's do this. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, I want to ask the guides about a topic that is near and dear to my heart and something that for me has really been at times a sticking point in this human experience. And I kind of figure human to human, if it's been an issue for me, it's maybe an issue for you as well. And so the topic I'd like to talk about today are mistakes. And the real meaning of making a mistake, how to handle ourselves when we perceive that we've made a mistake, and also 
probably very most importantly, if I'm not giving too much away at the outset, why mistakes are an essential part of this human experience. All right, so here we go. So for a long time, I've been someone who has struggled, right, with the fear of making mistakes, fear of taking the wrong path, making the wrong decision, mistakes that hurt other people, right? So whether it's your children or my clients, making mistakes has always been kind of a hot button issue for me. I'm not going to lie up until now. Um, And I am finding a lot more peace with this, but it's been something that I've been working with throughout my life. And as often happens too, something that I've been working on with a lot of my clients. And I had a session today with a client that made me think again about what an important and relevant topic this is for so many people in this period of time. And what the guides have told me about mistakes is a couple of things. Number one, mistakes are a natural part of life. When you come into human form, and I've talked about this many times before, you make an agreement to put on that blindfold and forget a lot of things that your soul maybe knew before hopping into that that human container, right? And you learn through the experience of re-remembering all that stuff that you forgot. Earth is a realm where we learn through trial and error. So we try something, we see the feedback, the consequences, and then maybe next time we try something different. And so there's really no way to learn by trial and error without making quote unquote mistakes. If you knew 100% what the right answer was or what the right choice was every single time out of the gate, that would not be the planet Earth. That would just not be the assignment that you showed up for when you decided to take on this human incarnation. So I'm going to take a few seconds to let that set. So mistakes, to that extent, are a natural, normal part of life. But the guides also want me to talk about this idea of how we define a mistake. And how do you know truly if something is a mistake or not? And see, that can be a really, really, really interesting question because it really depends on your perspective and your point of view and how you're framing things. So there's this very well-known Buddhist parable that I will probably get terribly wrong, but it goes something like this. A man has a son. His son, I don't know, falls off his horse and breaks his leg. And everyone's saying, oh, this is terrible luck. This is so terrible. What happened to you? And the man says, I don't know, good luck or bad luck. Who knows? And then, you know, the army comes through town and they take all of the able-bodied young men to war. And of course, this young man has a broken leg and so he can't go to war. And everyone says to the man, oh, this is such good luck because, you know, your, your son has this broken leg and he will not have to go to war. And the man says, yeah, you know, good luck or bad luck, like who knows? And the parable keeps going on like that, you know, on and on and on. But you got to get the point. The point is, is that sometimes we don't even know it's a mistake right away because we don't fully experience the consequences and the consequences are constantly, constantly evolving. So what can start off as a misstep in one direction can actually turn out to an amazing thing if you take that new direction and you shift your perspective and you turn it into something wonderful. So mistakes are kind of hard to define. And sometimes we don't even know what's a mistake. And I truly believe in the highest sense, there are no mistakes because everything is exactly as it should be 
Mm -hmm. Just as it is. So I do believe in the highest, highest sense, you can't possibly make a mistake because there's no such thing. However, it's also my understanding in human form that we do get choice and we do get free will and that some of our choices are more aligned with the path of our soul or love or divinity or however you want to say it. it could be any or all of those things. So some choices have more spiritual alignment, so to speak, than others. Some are more direct and, you know, they're going to, as a soul incarnates a lot and we learn a lot and we learn about how our earth works, we sometimes just avoid more and more of the detours and we just get to our destination just a little bit more directly and a little more quickly and without a lot of collateral damage, right? Because sometimes when you make a mistake in earth school, quote unquote mistake, what that really means is you've done something that later on you're going to have to explore from another perspective, okay? That's also sometimes known as karma. And karma, as I often explain, is not a bad thing. It's not a punishment. It's simply sometimes when we take one perspective really far, our spirit wants to take that other perspective in another body so that we can see that from multiple angles because that's how we reach that point of equanimity. Okay? And so another way of saying this, the guides point out, is that if you are operating mostly in your small human personality self, which means you're mostly unconscious. You're simply responding to what you've been taught from the human world and you're just sort of reacting to whatever's happening based on that programming and not making a lot of unique or pure decisions based in soul. Then, you know, you're more likely to get lost. You're more likely to get derailed. You're not doing anything wrong because that's part of the human journey, especially at a certain level of our development for many human beings up until now. But it's the less conscious way of doing things. Those who are listening to this podcast and podcasts like it are probably at a different level of your spiritual development. And you're probably at the point now where you're really ready to start bringing in, um, as my client said this morning, that hawk's eye perspective, right? So the ant, and again, this is nothing about hawks and ants because they're both probably wiser than the average human. But if you look at, you know, that bird's eye perspective, that would be your soul, whereas the little tiny ant on the ground is going to have a more limited look at things. Does that make sense? And so those of you who are listening now are able more and more to take that expanded awareness, that expanded perspective. The guides also say many of you have had many, many incarnations in this lovely place called Earth where you've made quote unquote mistakes. And though your soul understands that, you know, all roads lead home, your human container and the part of you that keeps reincarnating gets a little confused and probably is a little bit wary of doing the same thing over and over again, right? And so you might intuit that you've made a mistake in the past, quote unquote. And from your human lens, you're going to view it from a more human way than your soul would. Does that make sense? And I see these kinds of spiritual confusions all the time where our soul knows something because we're a pretty old soul and it's in our brain, but our human self just distorts it a little bit. Okay. And that's where we start to feel like, oh my gosh, I made a mistake in a past life and I don't want to make this again. And yet it wasn't a mistake in the first place in that highest sense. It was just something that you did that you're now continuing to learn from. Another way of saying it, the guides say, is if you could understand the idea of mistake without judgment, you would be free, right? But we don't. We tend to judge ourselves. 
And I'm going to share a little bit about my own experience. And remember, this is my perspective and other people involved might have a different perspective. And I really want to honor all perspectives involved. But my perspective as a child, looking back at myself as a child, I'm not sure I had this perspective as a child, but I often got the sense that when something went wrong in the world, I was blamed for it, right? And sometimes it was the choices I made, like, you know, I'm hungry. Well, you should have eaten earlier. I'm thirsty. Well, why didn't you, you know, tell me before? And so I think that's part of my conditioning, or at least the way I interpreted things, because again, right? Who knows? (laughs) We all have our own way of viewing it and we could all be correct. But from my perspective, I think that I learned as a child to take a lot of responsibility for everything and really felt afraid of making mistakes, right? And I kind of became every decision sort of paralyzed because I think I had that sense of damned if you do and damned if you don't. So that might sound like someone else's experience too. And we all have these different kinds of things. Sometimes we intuit from a parent. I've had parents or children that I've worked with where the parent did something in their life what they perceived to be a ginormous mistake. And they're so afraid that their child will make the same mistake that the child actually takes on that energy as if they've done something wrong. And it's very confusing to them. And Sometimes I'll help the parent recognize y'all are separate, but I have seen sometimes where the child will just walk right into that energy of that same path that the parent uh, walked on because the parent is so, so uh, focused on their child not walking down that path that they are almost like roll out the red carpet towards it. So if that sounds like you, if you can be aware, work on accepting and forgiving yourself It makes it a lot easier to support your child and recognize that they might be on a different path. But it also could be, you know, a parent or... So so we get this kind of idea of fault around mistakes from our caregivers, from society, from our past lives, from our parents. And if you grew up with someone too, that you saw themselves being very hard on themselves around making mistakes or certain kinds of mistakes, that too can influence you, right? Because you see, if mommy doesn't feel safe making a mistake then there must be something really wrong with it. And I don't feel safe taking that risk either. Does that make sense? The guides also say it's a general human tendency to personalize everything, right? And we all have that inner child that does that for sure. So that rather than understanding that everything's trial and error, and we're always doing the best that we can with the awareness that we have at the time, and the goal is sort of to just be kind to ourselves as we expand into a broader awareness, right? Which often comes from being kind and loving towards yourself and your experiences, by the way. But a lot of us tend to personalize and again, beat ourselves up or think, you know, I have to be right, right? My choice is who I am. It's the value of who I am. And that will make people either be really hard on themselves if they feel like they made the wrong choice, really afraid of making a wrong choice, or for some people, they skew the other way, right? And whatever they do, they're confident that it was the right thing to do. And they double down on that because God forbid they would ever be wrong. My guess is for the most part, that's not you. But you might know someone like that. So the guides wanted to also give us some guidelines and tips about how to work with this issue if you are someone who's really afraid of making mistakes. Or let me get this from the guides. They say how to work with the energy of mistakes in general. Okay? 
And the first thing they want to say, and we said this at the outset, please recognize that on some level, nothing can ever be a mistake. And that everything that's happening in the present moment is exactly as it should be. Now, at the end of your lifetime, your soul may look back and say, you could have gone left and you went right. And sometimes you might explore that a little bit more because that turn right was in some ways a misstep. It wasn't the most aligned choice you could have made. That doesn't mean you are wrong or bad or flawed. Your soul, your higher self, the guys, they don't look at it that way. It's simply a matter of the guides say accounting and probability, right? And so it's just, it's just FYI. It's just information. And we use that information when we go at it again and try to expand in a different direction. The guides also tell me to tell you if there are no mistakes, there would be no expansion. Okay. I'm going to say that again. If there were no mistakes, there would be no expansion. There would be no growth. Because it's stepping into that space of the unknown with the blindfold on and feeling your way out through there. That's what causes the growth, the expansion that we are all here to do when we take on our human form. So again, whether that makes sense for your brain or not, I'm going to pause so that you can sit with that. So step one is to recognize if it's happened, if it is, to some extent, it's the right choice. It's how it's supposed to be. Number two is to sit with where you're at, right? And be super kind to yourself. It is natural and normal when you feel like you've made a mistake to either want to avoid it or beat yourself up. And neither one's the choice. The more you can look at everything with equanimity, the better off you're going to be. And remember We often think of mistakes as a binary thing, right or wrong, but they're always more nuanced than that because there's always a range of choices that you had and a range of consequences of those choices and they're kind of infinite, but again, human brains don't work that way, so don't don't worry if yours does not. So looking at it simply as right or wrong is part of where we get into trouble. So again, better questions would be like, what have I learned from that? What can I explore next? Where is this path taking me? It's also okay to ask yourself, what would I do differently if I knew then what I knew now? And that's a really great thing to ask. And by the way, sometimes your answer might have been another wrong choice, right? Because wrong is the wrong word, but there are better and worse choices from the karmic Uh, perspective. Karmic accounting is the word that they want me to use, but there's nothing really truly right or wrong. Okay. But looking back sometimes and, and rethinking a decision or a choice is actually really, really magical and powerful because you learn something. The moment you have that, ah, what if I did X? You've actually done it in another parallel reality. You've actually worked that out. You've actually gained the information that you needed to gain. And sometimes, you know, there's a lot of what ifs. And so maybe you see a few and not others. That's okay too. But the moment that you recognize, huh, I could have done something else and that would have gotten me a different response. You've you've done a lot of what you needed to do with said mistake, right? You've already started to do that accounting. And the guides say even more, and I've never seen this before, but it's brilliant. They say, you know, you can look at that from a bunch of different perspectives, recognizing we often see two choices or three choices, and we see them as binary, like I got to figure out which one was right. It might free some of you to recognize 
they're just different choices, right? And you might ask, which would be more aligned? Which would have felt good, you know, or even exploratory choices like, well, this path would have led there and that path would have led there. And you can have that kind of conversation without any judgment or or value assignments at all. And for some of you, that might be a really good way to go to just explore and let go of the value and the judgments for now, because with your human lens, they ain't serving you. Okay, and it's likely to confuse you. Again, I'm going to pause and let that set. So the third step is to hold yourself, love yourself, allow yourself to be exactly where you are and move forward from there with love, grace, joy, and divinity, right? Or a recognition of your own inner divinity. So recognize that wherever you find yourself, mistake or not, is kind of irrelevant. What really is relevant is where you are now and what you're going to do next. And it's really nice, friends, when we're at the point of making a decision, even letting go of that worry about making mistakes and instead tuning in, right? Tuning into our inner wisdom, our inner guidance, or asking our guides, really tuning in and asking ourselves, what is the most aligned choice right now? And sometimes you don't know because your brain doesn't know and your brain will not give you that information. I'm sorry to tell you, it might point there, it might not. It might point you in the absolute backwards direction. So that's not what I mean. What I mean is that we tune in, we surrender and we say, please, higher self, guides, God, whatever words you want to use, let me fall into you and please show me the way. And oftentimes, your guidance will do just that. And the guides say even setting the intention to ask the most aligned choice will get you there pretty fast. Okay? So you might not know and you might take a couple stumbles and a couple falls, but when you start to set the intention to take the most aligned choices and to move forward on your path in alignment with your higher self and in expression of your own inner divinity, your life will change dramatically completely. And for many of you, you will reach a level of human experience that you have not known before in other physical forms. And that came through from the guides, guys. That was not, that was not me at all. So now my friends, if you make mistakes, if you don't make mistakes, the way that we understand mistakes from the human realm and the human level is extraordinarily limiting. So maybe just for now or forever, see if you can't begin to release yourself from the fear of doing the wrong thing and know that mistakes are just one of the many natural and normal parts of this beautiful, divine human experience. And whether you perceive yourself to be a mistake maker or not, you are beautiful, you are lovable, and you are worthy. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I hope that you enjoyed the messages that came through today as much as I did. As always, it is exactly what I needed to hear. If you like what you hear, please, 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 always, always welcome to go on your podcast platform 
of choice, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you like to listen and leave me a five-star review and maybe some kind words. It really helps get the word out there and it really boosts us up in the ranking. So if you have a moment to do that, it would be greatly appreciated. And if you would like a little bit more of an interactive experience, join us over on Facebook, Intuitive Connection Community, where I do a lot of live teachings, post regularly all sorts of words of wisdom, have a lot of posts and opportunities for connection, and invite all of our guests on the show for interactive live uh, Facebook events. So check that out there. And thank you again for tuning in, y'all. I'm so grateful for you all and this great opportunity to learn to share and to grow and namaste thank you so much for joining us today i hope that you found joy strength inspiration and clarity from today's episode if you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls please join us over on facebook in the intuitive connection community facebook group where we explore these topics in deeper detail have additional live teachings and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again, and namaste. What is it you really want in life, no matter what you've been through? you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.